or you should be really impressed by those flutes playing skills. Anyways, it is Sunday, July 21st, 2019. Welcome to episode 216 of the Redacted Podcast this week. Joined by the Nubifier 1337 because the kids, they like the numbers and the elites and the things. He's a man of his, he's a man of his era. Um, and as I'm always, still muted, he's, yeah, right? yeah, this is, I was just Perfect. about to say he's still muted, obviously. So yeah, things, things got to be complicated all the time. So we just start adding numbers. Yeah. Add some more numbers, maybe some letters. You're going to have to, I mean, you have upper and lower case in there. You need, you need, you know, the only thing you're missing is some symbols. My name you could be a some, good password. Actually. Yeah, it could be. It could be your Twitter handle would be a good password. With a little at in front of it. Then you're covering all your bases. Done. Apple couldn't even hack me. Sure. Right. Sure. Anyways. Fun, fun this uh, week? Yeah. Yeah. 3.6 came out to live. Um, we have all that stuff. Before we jump into that, um, what have you been up to since you were on last? It's been a couple weeks. So, I mean... Parent, parent-in-laws are down to visit, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3.6 dropped, and I'm sitting <laughs> sitting on the couch, and I started to get, you know, the regular Twitter stuff, and they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing's wrong, uh, but the game that I cover just got patched, and it's fine. It'll wait 24 hours. It's yeah. You guys are important. And that's that's the good thing. You really, you really have to prioritize. If you start putting a video game before RL, yeah. then you're you're done. You should just stop playing video games. Yeah, it came out um, in live, and I was in the middle of dog training, so I was exactly. like, eh, You're "All like, right, uh, I'll do it tomorrow." Whatever. whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, basically, the ballista came out and made a video for that. I uh, wanted to drive it first to actually get a little bit more perspective on it. Mm-hmm. It's flight ready. Not, it's flight ready. <laughs> definitely, if you yeah. look at how it kind of hovers over the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, did a breakdown of the UI team RTV that we had. And then um, a re a reversion of the dropship video. Those are the like job series videos and the bigger videos. They take a lot of time, and uh, but they're totally worth it because usually the community gets a lot better engagement. And it's the kind of thing that you send to a new guy who's looking for a dropship, right. and he can. It's, it's all there. It's supposed to be anyways. So that's what I've been doing. Gotcha. Yeah, I've been uh, playing some Daisy on an RP server. I got whitelisted on. That was kind of, that's been fun, but uh, it's one of those things where I can't just get random people to drop in with me. So I've sort of pulled back on that a little bit. I am, I am enjoying it though. And then I've just been doing some Star Marine. There's, there's a lot of things in the Persistent Universe that I found over the PTU build that I wasn't necessarily a, a huge fan of the first implementation of things. So um, I think my focus is going to be getting, because I have the two accounts, getting those two accounts in the top 10, I think, in Star Marine. Um, so that's kind of what I'm going to work on here. Uh, outside of that, just dog training, going fishing, getting outside, enjoying the the medium temperatures here. So it hasn't been too it's, hot or crazy. Haven't it's warm here. Yeah. Haven't felt <laughs> like like the last couple of years it's been like, oh my god, I just need to buy AC already. I just need to buy it. And then this year I was like, uh I guess not. No fire bands, nothing. It's been nice for camping and, and all that jazz. Uh a heads up. So on that before before we go, yep. 
uh, I've been doing the same thing, but in Arena Commander instead of uh, Star Marine. Mm -hmm. So I'm going back to my roots. I'm trying to anyway, so I'm trying to find out. Because hey, the PU is great and all. Like Lots of people are talking about PU. I feel like um, Arena Commander, I, yes, it's a test for uh, a game, but the test for the game is, I think, where you can get um, better ideas on what's actually happening. Like you can right. physically see what's going on. So uh, I've been spending a lot more time in there. And trust me, this since 3.0 dropped, and that's a long time ago, uh, this is the first time that I've actually, that I actually think I want to test. Like it doesn't feel like work. So we can talk about that in the future if you want. Yeah. Um, so Evocati, obviously there's no Evocati builds right now. No PTU. I am expecting an Evocati and, and PTU build sometime in between now and what is it? The end of September? Um, and that Crazy. is going to be for a 3.6 with at least the 890 jump. I don't know what else they want to bring in with that, but, um, at I least think that guy that. was at a hundred and 110 of 140 last time. I Yeah. Yeah. So it shouldn't be too far away, but it depends on what else is, is going to be coming in with that. Um, uh, and how many other fixes and stuff that they want to do, right? If you look at the last three, five, one. It came in right at the very... It came in too late, in my opinion. But it uh, it came in, and it was mostly fixes. So, And then currently we are on live 3.6. Um, there was no Inside Star Citizen this week. Uh, this is the last week where we're not going to have it, so it should be back to normal next week. Uh, that being said, if you have any questions for myself or the Nubifier regarding Star Citizen or channels or anything at all, uh, his weird naked mole rat cats or my awesome dog. Um, exclamation point question in chat. Right there. Click on that link and fill that form out. Currently, the 1-800 number is not working properly. And we're trying to figure that out. So don't try calling that and leaving in a message because you will get... Uh, Pornhub. Nah, I don't think you'll be that lucky. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what you get. But I know it's not working. So just heads up, if you have a question, fill out that form, get us to it there, because we do not answer questions directly from chat. Um, yeah, I guess I'll you put these notes in here today, so I'll let you uh, lead the way for... So the UI, the UI thing, so the, the joke is everyone jokes about, you know, that the UI or SFX, all these one hour long shows have almost nothing. However... I actually find I've actually find them pretty entertaining and it's neat to see a little piece of the game. And if that's not your thing, that's why I make the video. But actually, I don't just watch it because I make the condensed version of it. I actually think it's uh it's tons of fun to it's almost like meeting one of the developers, right? So UI is like everything else in Star Citizen getting buffed again. I know that sounds super cynical, but it's it's just the truth. We're on like version 12. Um the first thing they're trying to do is focus on the FPS uh, UI right now, which is which is good news for you because that's where you're hanging out. Um, we're all we're always asking about customization, and the the developers are like, "Yes, it's coming. Yes, we'll be able to change your UI in the future and all mm -hmm. that other stuff." But they have to get the best version of what they have now ready. So that was their uh, that was their answer back to that, and that's legit. Like that that makes sense. No, you and don't, that makes sense. Yeah. One of the things right. that I've been I've been saying is you kind of need to get the base stuff in first. And I right. would like to think, uh, and I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, please give me an argument to why.
But my big argument lately has been, why do we still not have all the components, subcomponents, computers, and all that stuff? Why is that not a priority? Is that not something that should both be in Star Citizen and Squadron 42 and everything else layers on top of that, not vice versa? So you would think that the UI even is dependent on those things coming in and making sure that those things are swappable and, and all of this other stuff. So what, and maybe you have a, a counter argument to that, or maybe you can play devil's advocate. No. So, um, I mean, they're, they were talking about like, so there's simple stuff that you normally get in a game, which is if you're looking at the sky, your UI changes to black or your HUD changes black so that it, there's higher contrast. And you know, the game's pushing seven years now. The game is pushing seven years now. Right. And I'm not a developer, but I'd almost think that that would be something that they would have put in a long time ago because, you know, you're playing Dying Star, it's fine, but you're playing like New Moon or whatever the fuck it's called, mm -hmm. uh, Dying Moon or Fruity Moon. Anyways, you get in there and you really have difficulty sometimes, especially if you're facing down. And, you know, you just power through it and you get used to it and everything. But they, they specifically said that that's never been a priority because they need to get it, it right. And it makes sense too. Like they even mentioned, like when 3.0 dropped, everything changed. I can totally believe that. And right. now they've got 160 ships, right? That they have to make different HUDs for. It has to line up properly. It has to look good. And they're still only working on one version. In the future, one of the one of the other points is uh, that you know Anvil ships look like Anvil ships, and Origin ships look like Origin ships. And some people I can see in the future absolutely hating the HUD in a particular brand of ship. And then choosing to fly something else because they they dislike it. Like we already have it with the voices, right? Like, hello, you know, welcome to Robert Space Industries and all that stuff. But it's gonna go one more level. I don't know if you wanted to right. top that one off. No, no, no. That's that's all good. Keep going. Cool. So um they called it the reflow. And it sounds you know, like when you push on a balloon, everything else goes somewhere else like mm -hmm. that. Uh, it sounds like if you're needing this part of the HUD that everything else is going to shrink down and it's going to focus in on that one thing. That's one part of it. So whatever right. the most important will be most visible. So whether you're racing or combat or mining or whatever, right. it sort of focuses If you're trying to things. land, you get like your artificial horizon. And if you're in space, maybe that goes away and your icons become bigger. You know, like if something is about to blow up, that icon gets bigger and red, you know, to show you stuff. So that, I, I really want to see what that, that was the highlight for me of that entire hour. Uh, Cause that actually sounds really cool. Um, but then they were talking about like other stuff, like uh, when you look at your, excuse me, when you look at your HUD <clears throat> and it's far away, you're going to read like the normal text. But then when you zoom in on it, the text will change, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that again, it's, these are all optimizations that are, like a, a Christmas list that that are just stuff that we've been begging for years and that we see in other games. Like we're like, why can't you just do it? And that's the reason you can't. Uh, they were talking about a contact lens because right now, if you right. take off your helmet, you lose you everything. Lose almost everything. There's a, some so, little things on the bottom, but you chat is gone. For example, right? Yeah. And this it's an MMO. You really want that. So they're talking about proprietary. Uh, I think that they said contact lens visor uh ship hud and then mfd as your layers mm -hmm. and then they're also speaking about uh, about moving some stuff that you have on your visor onto your contact lens and then with turning your head one will stay with you and the other one will stay put which is just very very good for immersion it it, it brings that believability in there right they specifically said no compass and it was funny if you actually go watch that part the guy's like 
compass. Why do like, you need you know, it? Like, They're like, if people think we that need we need it. And if, this chat just blew up. And Lando was and, like, uh, uh, so you know where you're going? Yeah, like navigating. Yeah. Anyways, so the funny thing is he ha he's correct. He's like, until they give us, they can display anything that's in game that has telemetry. But until that telemetry feed is there, they can't, you know, display a compass. So it was just funny. It was a funny way of answering. Um, yeah, critical data, something. So right now when you change into mining mode, you lose all your points of interest. Mm -hmm. That's not working as intended. When you go out of quantum mode, you lose all your, you know, your reference points and your, um, your, I really uh, would like in space. would like a key specifically that it doesn't put me into quantum mode, but just turns on all the points of interest. Right, and turns it just those shows off. you where they are. Yeah, and so, but they're they're talking about that as a right now the universe is very tiny, and they're like, mm -hmm. well, how do we? They almost need AI, is what you're saying, to be able to know what you need to see at that point, and then like it sounds extremely complicated, like everything else in Star Citizen. They should just if have they a are able to done to this the the planet and moons that you're are around you and then if you're within right. a certain different distance of one of those planets or moons to show the the landing but zones think, up there think about this though like let's say metal rains in my org and let's say he's getting shot up and i'm just flying along without him actually calling he just shows up and he starts flashing red like he's getting attacked or something mm -hmm. That that's the kind of stuff that is the next level thing. Like if he's, if the devs are talking about using AI to triage what you see in the HUD, right. um, that's the kind of stuff I but would expect. Like I would still expect you know, you, that within a certain range. Yeah, so within like if a you're certain within object the area of influence, like you can yeah. actually get there in time. So again, the moral story is the whole the whole UI thing was an hour long, and it took me. It took me longer than normal to sum it up. There was some good stuff in there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, shipboard cargo is, is coming so that the screen that shows you how how much cargo and where it is, being able to see the points of interest, the same thing, adding a cooldown timer. So instead of just a, a number like 27 trillion kilometers, an actual you will arrive in two minutes and 57 seconds. Right. Uh, that's That, he said, is the nearest thing that they could. Uh, inner thought is uh, super complicated right now. It opens up like all kinds of stuff. They're going to try to optimize that once again because it's, I think until they saw elevator one through 27, you know, like, right. It just, it's just too much. If it's like four things, it's fine. Inner thought works good. It, it needs scales to well. work like the, the buying kiosks. Right. Right. The, the elevators yeah. and, and everything need to be like the kiosks where you go up to it and you, you, then you can select what it is you're looking for. And maybe it's like it can give you more information about that floor and stuff. Right now, if it's just for the hangers, they're all hangers, right? It'd be nice to see, okay, hangar one through five is small. Hangar six through eight is medium and nine and ten are both large or something like that. But uh, especially when you look at places in, I want to say it's in Arcorp, um, where you can take the elevator. I, I might be a Hurston. I don't remember. It's one of those two where you can take the elevator up to like a shopping area or whatever. It would just, yeah. it would be nice to have th that almost look like one of those, you know, those, um, those kiosks in malls that have the map and show where everything is and all that stuff yeah. that could all be yeah, built into like a kiosk, like a, a, a little kiosk oh, panel whoa. beside the elevator. Well, another thing I was thinking of, like, let's say you just spawned a uh, Drake Cutlass. 
and it's at hangar D6, and you go up to the elevator, it says hangar D6 or yeah. somewhere else. You know, like it drops. Right. Like again, it's you know that 99% of the time you're not going to go to D7. Right. You're going to go. Yeah, you're going to go to where go where your ship is, or even if it so it, it another... just explained what was what ship was currently in there, or whose ship right. or whatever. Ooh, that would be good too. Mm -hmm. I like that was uh, that was really about all that we got out of that. There was like the spic the <laughs> ship specific HUD uh, was the answer, right? Like way don't even not on any roadmap, but it's the intent. So right, that was that was the whole show. If you guys like, uh, I did a video of it uh, where I go through all the stuff that I just went through again. But you can see Jared. And then I did, uh, well, or you can just go watch the actual one because it was it was a cool show. Not that the other ones aren't, but this one particularly this one was was, kind of... was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they also talked about shipboard cargo UI. Yeah. So the I think that the intent of that is that uh, you'll be able to see a manifest of what you have in 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 like a HUD, like how much cargo you have and stuff like that. And then there's also layers like virtual layers that you can. Um, What's that augmented reality? But again, we've only seen like when the when the Moby Glass was first pitched, they had the idea of cargo and being able to see like little holograms of the stuff moving around. Mm -hmm. But again, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's be real. Like we're no point getting excited about all that stuff yet. Yeah, because that sounds Not that yet. sounds sketchy. No, yeah, there's no. yeah. There's Save a your base yourself. Save yourself for for something else like the. 890 jump. Uh, and is there anything else here that we missed or is this, I think that's everything. No, right? that's, <clears throat> that's DOA. That's pretty much it. Um, yeah, it was a pretty decent episode. If you haven't seen it, I definitely suggest going in and watching it. CIG also put out a couple other episodes this week. One of them, um, is the, the one for the P52 and P72, their little, uh, commercial, but the commercial, other one, yeah. the other one, is the features of Alpha 3.6, which was also known as our last Star Citizen, uh, inside Star Citizen. It's good to which be was, economical, though. Don't worry. Yeah, no, it's good. It, it it's good that they put that out with the patch and all this other stuff as well, which is where it should have been with the first. Place, Mostly but. Jeremiah Lee talking with his hands, crazy. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. So I just wanted to basically just shoot the shit with you about. Uh, three point six. What you've been doing and and all that other stuff. So I guess, yeah, we're gonna start with you've been playing a lot of Arena Commander. What mode specifically have you been playing? So and this is the, this is also the yep. first time you've been playing since three correct? So uh, I play every patch, but I mean three point five came out. And I got pissed off with it because I couldn't line up with anything and auto gimbal. You know, frustrated me. And three point four was a similar situation. ESP was overpowered and it wasn't doing anything. Like you couldn't line up shots. Basically, all of the patches were somehow not enjoyable. So you played a test so that you know what you're, so that I, I actually have an opinion and I have information. Mm -hmm. And I speak with other people to get what their opinion is. And with all of that, I can go forth and make videos that are hopefully on point and informational, like relevant. Right. So this patch um, was the first time that I wasn't offended straight up. That's the easiest way of, of saying it. But I also accepted... I accepted auto gimbal as being the meta. Um, and you just can't like fixed is better, but it's not 
remotely competitive. If you if everyone in the sphere has fixed, then it's fine. Right. But as soon as one person has auto gamble, it's like uh, not necessarily easy mode, but it's um, the easiest way I can describe it is when I was playing 2.5, 2.6, uh, I got I was so used to it that I was uh, flying uh, subconsciously. Like you'd see the pip, your brain would just line it up. You know, you get so much mem muscle memory. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that it was boring, but it was uh, relaxing and soothing. Like it was, um, it was normal. As soon as I switched to, uh, and that was fixed weapons, right? That was just everything was working. Uh, 3.5, you get in there, can't can't hit shit. 3.6, same thing. You switch over to a fixed loadout, you're working. You do 15 waves uh, in Arena Commander. And yes, I'm playing waves and not PvP because I'm trying to make assessments of the flight model, not how good or bad I am. So uh, those of you haters out there, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll come get you in Battle Royale. Don't worry, but not yet. Um, so effectively, in, in the goal of assessing, fixed, difficult... I tried a mixed loadout, which was a Vanguard because it has the one size four auto cannon and then the four fixed. Um, that was interesting because they have now that mode, which is a uh, convergence. So you end up with one pip. It works really well, but you're still aiming fixed. So right. it was still work. Saber four size twos, no problem. Put the, the pip somewhere in the middle of your little circle there and pull the trigger. Um, you're anything better than 800 meters. And you can watch the guy's uh, shields blink like Christmas, and then the ship blows away. Then it's next enemy, rinse, repeat. And we're back to what I was experiencing before, which was um, enjoyable. Mm -hmm. At least at least the effort you put in is equaled with a kill, right? right. And then uh, missiles are particularly effective now, uh, but they're I can't seem harder. to get missiles to work, period. I double-click, I do all kinds... Of, Check the keybinds and stuff. It's yeah, they're just not working for me. So for me, I normally I pull once for for that. I have to pull mm -hmm. double. Yeah, I have to double. Yeah, I've my tried. Trigger mine's the middle mouse button pushed down, but it right. it's just not doing anything. Uh, I also want to go back really quickly to the okay. whole uh, pips thing. Uh, one yeah. of the main things for me and and I haven't been using gimbals and auto gimbals, um, but the the re one of the reasons I don't like combat is because of that sort of repelling from the target with fixed ESP. weapons. Yeah, the ESP, even when you turn it off, even when you yeah. go in and bind the stuff. It used to be a game option that you could turn off. It's no longer in there. Now it's a just a key bind, and it's sort of hidden away, and it's not, not defaulted to anything. Um, But, yeah, that, that's sort of been a big, big so issue for me. When I said offended, three point yeah, three point two, three point three, ESP was I think the biggest culprit because it used to kind of work and it, it wouldn't it wouldn't interfere, but it it's supposed to be a magnetic effect that pulls you in the direction of the pip, like it helps you. Yeah, it and feels I, like it was it's originally doing the intended for joystick for joystick pilots who are normally getting this kind of jagged motion to just kind of like normalize the motion and, and make it uh parity between mouse and, and joystick. So I'm not going to say it was like an auto aim or an aim assist, but it was definitely a coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. And then 3.0 came out and the whole system was borked. They tried to quickly patch it. Again, this is, I'm not a dev. This is just what right. I, what I know from it, from doing research. So it could be, could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, what would end up happening though, is they made it so that 
if your ship was completely stationary and another ship that was locked in flew in front of it, that ship would drag your ship. It would activate thrusters right. to kind of simulate what ESP was supposed to do. So ESP was supposed to be subtle and it became overpowered. And then what would happen is you'd be tracking and all of a sudden it would just, you'd just lose, you'd lose that line. Right. And again, you'd say, let's turn it off, but it's, it's even worse. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. When I fell out of love with, with flying uh, in and dogfighting specifically, that's what you're talking about is exactly the the point. That was ESP was just shit. But um, I didn't notice it to be that bad anymore. And maybe I just need to fly a little bit more and and do a little bit more research. But I was I was still landing shots. It wasn't instantly pissed off. Just a reminder, guys, if you have any questions. Uh... This is going to be a fairly short podcast, I think. So if you do have questions, make sure to get those in as we're going to have a lot of time for questions at the end of the podcast. Um, just click the link uh, that Anna posted there. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, it's under the, the video there. And you can click on that, fill out the form, and we will get to those questions at the end of the podcast here. Um, yeah, so you've been doing that, and and what what mode did you say you've been playing in mostly? So just uh, free flight, and then okay. like so arena commander, free flight, like anything that's single player. So right. the okay. pirate swarm is different. They got rid of the massive ships, and we can talk about that because it was something that you brought up about the shields. Right. So we don't have like a lot of um, connies anymore. There's just one at the end, and uh, I have been screwing around in uh, in the PU again for the first time in a long time. Uh, and I mean, aside from the occasional crash here, there or clipping through a floor. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's cool. It's cool to see the game come along and it's like watching a kid grow up, but you go away for six months, you come back and then it's the kids like a foot taller and has a full head of hair. You're like, wow. But uh, <laughs> so no, it's uh it's, it's good. I've been, I've been enjoying it and, you know, testing out uh, just, just flight and wasting time, uh, which right. is, I guess what the whole point of star citizen is. Yeah, right on. Yeah, no. So I guess we'll we'll touch on that really quickly. So in three point six, there was a shield change where uh, the shield basically protects you up until a certain threshold, and then it starts to wear down, and then it goes. You know, then you'll start to take damage, um, and that's what they want to do with armor and and hull strength as well as as a whole. But that means that when you have these larger ships, no longer are you going to see. And I was talking to to you about this before the podcast. If I'm flying around in a caterpillar, granted it's not a military ship, it's not you know, it's not heavily armed, but if you're flying a saber, there's no way by yourself that you should or are able to now to take down that um uh caterpillar. It's just impossible. Right. You need to be to to have a couple people to do that. So I didn't think about it and I don't play arena commander, so I obviously didn't see that notice and, and I haven't heard about it from anybody else except for you today where Pirate Swarm is no longer in Arena Commander uh, and the I feel... Oh, and no. I, the Pirate Swarm is still there. Oh, it's still there. It's just it's they, just changed, they removed the they changed ships. The, okay. They changed the bosses. That's oh, all. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so you, there used to be there. I more thought it was like at the end there were... Yeah. No, no. They, there's there's okay. now a single Connie Right, they, so they took out all the larger like, ships because yeah, there you wouldn't be able to finish it. <laughs> right, it's mostly buccaneers. They they got rid of um, they they're also starting to get away from like the 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 M50s and stuff like that was super right super frustrating. 
little so mosquitoes. You're gonna laugh. It's mostly it's mostly buccaneers and and cutlasses and some auroras in there. So test squadron represent. You know, but it's like it's not like before where they had M50s flying all over the place. You'd end up wasting like 30 minutes just trying to kill that one ship. In your you know? opinion, so, do you think you could go into that game mode with an Aurora? Uh, not an LN, but an Aurora and beat it? So I went in with a Even Vanguard. Even if you're really had, good. Uh, no, I, had a, I went in there with a Vanguard and it was dicey. Mm -hmm. But, and this is a gigantic but, they used to prorate the scale of the enemy based on what you brought. So if it was two people, everything would become a little bit uh, a little harder. harder to kill. Right. Because it was cool. It was one thing. It was a glitch. I died and I was outside of the sphere looking at everything. And all the ships, you, you know, like the classic Kung Fu movie where the guy's off to the side and he's just getting ready to fight, but he's actually not rushing in. And then this guy does this choreographed little dance and then the guy runs in and fights. Mm -hmm. It was exactly that because, you know, Pirate Swarm, you had like 10 ships. And if they all did this to you at once, it would be over. So what they right. were actually doing is they were just kind of hovering. Uh, you know, you you get the kill cam, you can see the ships. So if you cycle through, I was able to see one ship just parked. And you can see the dude inside moving the turret and like everything. But the ship wasn't released until the other ship was killed. And it's, it's, it's that level of, you don't, you don't, you're not aware of it because you're fighting this one thing, but it is still fake. And, uh, it's the same thing. Some, some games you get the second person and all the bosses get beefier and I imagine. So that's a good thing. What I'm going to do is immediately after this, I'm going to grab a, an Aurora MR, a, a, a piece of shit. And I'm going to go see if I can be competitive at all. I'm expecting yeah. to get destroyed. Cause like I said, I got destroyed in a Vanguard, but maybe the bosses are just you know, tougher. Right. Um, yeah, for, for, for me, obviously I don't do arena commander, but I've been doing a lot of star Marine for 3.6 and I've sort of been working towards that. Now there have been some changes in star Marine. There, there's some, it seems like there's some new bugs, uh, that are in with the HUD, uh, but nothing, it, the, 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 the HUD bug sucks if you've never played it before. If you've played it before, you don't really need it. So it's not that big a deal. The only downside is you can't tell who's friendly and who isn't. So then you end up either shooting at everybody or shooting at nobody. And, you know, it, it gives yourself away or whatever. But one of the biggest things that um, I and I expressed this on my stream that I was disappointed in uh, was the thing I was looking forward to most on this patch, which was the weapon attachments. Um, I think and that they're basically bugged, right? Well, it's, I don't think so. I think this is the way they wanted to implement them, but I think they're just so poorly, like the, the reticles are, are not very good. The, the way that they, um, the scopes work in general, I'm just not a fan of it just zooms in the whole screen and, and does all this other stuff. And I, I think I expected more out of it. I expected something, um, that was going to sort of, uh, mimic the rest of the game in terms of its quality. And so, to be honest, I still use the P4AR. And the reason I still use the P4AR is because it still has the best sights in the game. Uh, even they with the straight up copy Arma, they should just take whatever they do in Arma. Arma, or, and, I, I, and I talked about that? this Arma, uh, Daisy, Escape from Tarkov, all do sights extremely well. The reason I said armor is because armor is the one that has your head disconnected. 
Right. So however, well, so it it works all those, in all three of those games do. Yeah, all three of those games do, and th I think uh, a lot of feedback I've got been getting from the rest of the community is, oh well, that's picture in picture, and that's going to take up resources and all of this other stuff. It's like, yes, I agree with you on that, but that's the point of the game and it's not it's not taking up resources on the server there's there's headroom for the clients to to sort of do that a little bit and i get it if you're not on a on a great computer and whatever it's going to affect you um i do understand that to a certain extent but i i still think that cig should be pushing the boundary and should be trying to to like it just feels rushed and not well thought out and or implemented it it's like it's sites well, from that's 3.6 yeah. like that's that still yeah. is yeah that, again, i mean not, that's true not negative but that's that's an overall effect of 3.6 like everything doesn't quite feel it, it's just i think finished. for me it was more disappointing because it was something i was really looking forward to right um and it was such is such like a minor thing and i was like okay this is going to be really good uh, and for those of you that don't know what it is that I'm talking about, I will actually pull up a video here um, that I used. Uh, as an example. And so you can kind of see what uh, this looks like. So the, the sites, instead of when you look through it, instead of zooming in the whole screen, Everything still says one-to-one -one with the exception of what's in the site. And it just, the reticles obviously make sense. It's all based off of real weapons and everything. So the reticles make sense the way that the, the, the vision, even with like the black and everything, how it moves when you move your head around and how the gun recoils and everything is all how would it would really work. And this isn't the only game that does it. There are plenty of games that do it. Um, and so this is, this is something more along the lines that I was expecting with that with the picture Citizen. picture argument is also horseshit because all it needs to do is zoom in on the sec on the middle of the screen it's not even doesn't even have to render a second screen right yeah it's just rendering the same screen um but yeah that's that's sort of why it, that's kind of my least favorite part of that but i've i've been doing a lot of uh um a lot of star marine and obviously i was talking to you before this and and i had been expressing this on the channel as well that it's kind of surprising to me that they're implementing things like AI and VoIP and face over IP and all of this other stuff in the persistent universe, right? Where the servers are already bogged down and everything. And I get that they want to keep adding more features to that, even if it, it uh, affects performance. I understand that wholeheartedly. What I don't understand is why they don't also do that in Arena Commander and Star Marine. For example, more specifically, the VoIP, um, or yeah, even text chat, chat or whatever. Like yeah, being able to like actually being, talk to your. There's there's less overhead on the servers for for those game modes. It's m more required for those game modes. Uh, for the AI thing, for FPS AI, it would be a great way to test them, similar to Vandal Swarm or or uh, Pirate Swarm. Uh, and see, okay, it's not actually the AI. A lot of people I'll, I'll get come into the channel for the first time and be like, that's the AI in this game? And it's like, well, I don't know for sure. I don't think that's the actual AI. I think <laughs> the issue is... It seem to be. <laughs> I think the issue is is they're, they're the amount of things that are running on the server, including the AI, and so it's affected heavily by that. 
But if you had a single player mode or a co-op mode in Star Marine where you had waves, like you said, Call of Duty zombies essentially, just with um, pirates or something like that, that you have to protect something, uh, then you would maybe get a better idea of where the AI actually is. But right now, whenever they say we've done this to AI, we've done this to AI, you don't see it because when you go and do any of these missions that have AI, yeah, they're the teleporting around. They're not, not shooting at you. They're looking in different directions and all yeah. this other stuff. And I don't blame the AI for that. I blame the networking and, and the amount of information the server needs to track. Uh, but I don't know. I could be wrong. And, and that could be the case. But it really does surprise me that it's, it's not something like Pirate Swarm um, or Vandal Swarm in, in Arena Commander in Star Marine. And... If CIG is watching this, this is something that I know I would like to see. And it would I think it would give people a better idea of where the AI actually is. Um, and then same thing with the VoIP. I think that, the, that VoIP being in both of those game modes is incredibly important. And, and it seems like it's already there because when you get into my Cutlass, you're asked if you want to join my right. the Cutlass VoIP. Well, right? you have so the HUD. You, is like, you have the HUD when right. you join Star Marine. But it doesn't right. connect you to anything, and you don't have a, you can't even mess around with it because there's no Moby Glass in Star Marine, so you can't open Seems. up your comms and see if you can change something or message anything or whatever. It should just automatically yeah. put you in the it team. Is standard, it's a standard thing for for team based games. So mm -hmm. yeah, it would just be it would be really nice, right? Um, but I I think that those are things that could come in, and I think that they would. Uh, not if I'm assuming we have the dedicated teams that they were talking about, right? We had a bunch of changes in three five. Um, so if that's the case, it would be nice to to see those guys implement those things into this because I think that they they are important. Obviously, you have a lot of bugs and issues and stuff, and that's sort of par for the course. That's going to happen. You know, the reloading bugs and not throwing grenades, the HUD freezing up. Things like that, I understand it, um, but it would be nice to get some of those other things in there as well and, and see how those are. Uh, overall, how do you feel about the live implementation of three point six? So I don't, I don't only base what I what I'm gonna say based on my own experience, but mm -hmm. also I watch a lot of Twitch while I'm doing other stuff. Yep, and in general, three point six seems to be mostly stable but then there was some times where it was crashing a lot uh it's it seems like 3.5 again you know uh not not bad uh just again i whenever you ask me a question like that i'm obviously going to go all the way back to 2014 right? right and that answer is a heavy it's a heavy answer it's not just what do you think about this it's like it's what do you think about this and the whole game and obviously, uh, excitement, disappointment is obviously always um, a factor for a star citizen enthusiast, right? Mm -hmm. I want I want it to be great. I, I don't necessarily think there's ever going to be a, a god patch again or ever. Right. Uh, but you always fall into that trap. Like maybe 3.6 is going to be that one that just unfucks everything. Right. Well, and, you, you uh, think with like you know, the law system and the black market economy and stuff, it's going to be adding a little bit more depth to it. Yeah. Um, I'll give you it, sort of my my hot take on it. It feels like this is the waiting patch. This is where you there's an implementation of a lot of things that just make you wait more. 
Um, and, and, and there's before sitcom, right? Right. So no, no, like no, no, as, no. But I, when I mean waiting patch, I don't mean we're waiting for more features to come in. I mean, literally the features that time. come in are there to make you wait, right? The, the, you get interdicted and scanned. That makes you wait a couple minutes, right? Even if you're not, you don't have anything illegal. They're just always, they'll, they'll stop you three times in the middle of your 10, 15 minute quantum to do that. Right? Any of the hacking mechanics. There's no gameplay there. It's just, it's the same as before. It's just now you need an item and you need to wait for this button to pop up that may or may not pop up. And if it does, it's, it's completely random, but it's like two, three minutes with nothing happening. There's nothing interesting happening on the screen. Uh, yeah, they reduced the time for the trains, the elevators, um, but everything else it, to do anything in the game. It takes a significant amount of time before you can do anything. And then by the time you get there, there's nothing that exciting that's worth that wait to really do, which is, I think, why I'm going to be focusing on Star Marine. And, and I'm imagining is why you're going to be focusing on Arena Commander, because that's of one of the things you can go in. You're doing stuff right away. You're actually playing a game. Um, yeah. And I think for me, thinking of the law system, and the black market system and thinking, okay, well, this could be interesting and this could be uh, add more to the gameplay experience. It's just sort of added more to the waiting experience. And, you know, it was it was a joke about DayZ that it was called Running Simulator 2012. Uh, I think I'm going to be starting to call Star Citizen the Waiting Simulator 2019. And that's not because... We're waiting for the game to come out. It's because that's what the actual gameplay is. It's just the right now. It's just waiting. Sink. Yeah, yeah. And there's that it's there's fair. nothing to sort of do. There's no sort of uh, mini game in between. There's nothing that keeps you engaged, right? So it's like it's good if you have another monitor to open up Netflix or YouTube or something else, uh, because there's a lot of downtime of not doing anything. Unfortunately, so you could do your homework. You know, you come home, college. Sit down, work on your thesis, play some Star Citizen at the same time. Right. Oops, I got interdicted. One sec, ladies and gentlemen, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, gotta go satisfy some pirates. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's sort of that's my feelings about the implementation. Uh, I also, and you brought up a good point. I'm gonna steal it from you. Is it wasn't worth the wait for them for this patch being late. Uh, I, I know on the other side of things that people would have said, oh, you know, the, if they had delayed stuff, oh, this patch would have been so much better if they just included X, Y, and Z. But honestly, if they hadn't included the law system, the black market system, the attachments, uh, a lot of the heavier stuff, I wouldn't even notice. Yeah, really? there's nothing, nothing revolutionary. And again, this is not sounding it's, negative, yeah, guys. No, I, I know see, they need to add this stuff. Great, and, you guys are doing and great whatever. work, and I know you guys are busting your balls trying to get the stuff out for us and everything. And it's not negative. It's not hate. Mm -hmm. It's just observation. It's just feedback. Friendly just feedback is is what I'm what that I'm noticing. But the yeah. thing is, is is that's a that's a no matter what CIG does, there's no good outcome. So it's bad. I guess it's better in the the short term that they do put that in. Even if it yeah. means extending, like this was a very late PTU, right? We're almost at the end of July already, and we it just came out. Um, yeah, I think it was like three weeks. Obviously, they said three five one pushed a lot of that back, and that's very clear. I know that Todd Pappy had mentioned prior that uh, they're supposed to be date driven and not future driven, 
but they've been future driven and not date driven and they want to change that and go back to that so they can stick to these these dates and everything like that it's like you say we have a roadmap and as soon as stuff falls off the roadmap everyone gets out the pitchforks mm -hmm. and then as soon as it's delayed people get out the pitchforks so like like you said the cig is is screwed all the time the community is so um aggressive i guess we're demanding and we we, we should be we're you know sense of entitlement a lot of us have a lot of money invested in the game time invested in the game and we want it to be successful so again it's it's okay to be critical but holy holy crap uh the cig can't win yeah right yeah oh and i i totally understand that um and keep that in mind right like it's not that when i i'm not i don't complain about things for the sake of complaining about things i i try to give feedback on stuff and and maybe it's not always right but i try to give constructive feedback uh to the best of my ability to the best of my ability just with based on my experience with the game and everything and i realize that the game isn't going to be everything i want it to be it's not going to be everything you want it to be it's not going to be it, it, you know it's that's not what it's supposed to be but i do want to put it in the best direction i want it to be as successful as, po as possible right this isn't a this is a game that I am invested in time. I am invested in money. Um, not in the investment sense, but you know what I mean? Where I want the game to be successful. I want there to be a huge player base. I want there to be a lot of people playing it and being excited about the game, including myself. Um, and, and I know that some of these patches are going to feel a little slower and whatever. I will say, once again... I am so glad we are on a quarterly release cycle and we do get patches on a regular basis. I don't want, I'm not complaining about that at all. I would much rather have this than have to wait all the way till September to get a bigger patch with more cool stuff Three than point. both of those in patches. Was, was way a more. year. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And that was that. So, we want to talk about the bucket. Right. Um, but moving forward, once again, if you guys have any questions, uh, make sure to get those in as we're going to be covering those here shortly. Uh, I assume you're going to be playing Star Citizen more going forward then? Uh, yeah. This is sort so of the my plan. point where you're going to start playing on a regular basis. So the org used to play a lot. And then mm -hmm. the org was basically foundational based on Arena Commander and getting good because it, it was all we really had. And then they came up with the universe and universe was like a little bit interesting and then we went back and flight and, model you know, changes like kind of and all kinds of other right. crazy stuff but right now i think it's the same thing I'm, I'm not the leader of the org by any stretch but if you want people to be there you have to be there right, right. you can't just say you you should play star citizen because you have to be there and just by being there more people will will come back right so it's my it's my intent to practice and play and and get good and it's how i can stay on top of things but it'll have that secondary effect of keeping the org uh, a little bit more active and happy yeah i would i would like more people to play star marine um i find it difficult to find people who are interested in playing it mostly i think because when you're looking at arena commander there's nothing that really competes with it Whereas if you're looking at Star Marine, literally every FPS game ever competes with it. And there are so many better FPS games in general um, that are similar enough to Star Marine that, that do it. So I think I, I find that an issue. Uh, also, a lot of the Star Citizen community, I don't think is really into the PvP stuff as much. 
as necessarily something like exploring or or more of the MMO aspects of the game. Um, so I've been yeah. finding that more difficult. However, I am going to be focusing this patch on Star Marine. Um, and I was telling you earlier, uh, my I have a a goal that I'm going to work towards, and that's getting both of my accounts, both in the top 10 on the leaderboards. Uh, they're both under top 15 right now. So, I mean, it's not going to be too crazy to do that, but it's um, it's something for me to work towards. And if anybody's watching this, whether it's live or, or listening to this after the fact, and you want to do that, you want to jump in a stumbling, feel free to join my Discord. Let me know uh, if I'm online playing. And even if I'm in the Persistent Universe or doing something else or taking a look at something, I will always, always, always jump into Starmarine if people want to join. Uh, and right now it's nice because the new patch, everybody's playing it and trying out the new sites and all this other stuff. So we're get like, since we've been playing, I've been getting full games without having to wait or anything like that. So let's hope that keeps, keeps going forward like that. Uh, it is something I'm going to be focusing on for the next little bit as it's what I find enjoyable. There's no waiting. There's no, uh, unless you're waiting for other players, right? But once the game starts, you're good to go. And it's, it's, uh, I find it quite fun. Even with all of its bugs and issues and stuff I don't like, uh, I do find it quite enjoyable. And it's good too, because you're one of the few people that do it regularly, you know? So that's, um, once again, if you guys have any questions, exclamation one question in chat, fill out that link and we will get to those at the end of the podcast here. Uh, really quickly, I want to talk about the Anvil Ballista, right? Ballista? Ballista? Ballista, yeah. Uh, so, what are your what, initial thoughts? When you first heard about it, did you hear about it through the leak? I assume... So I, I saw the leak and I decided, like, again, guys, my channel's about no bullshit. And to me, a leak, a leak is a leak. Uh, am I going to flesh out a leak into a 10-minute video? No. Um, you could have. I, I could have. <laughs> the information was there. I read it. It was yeah. It was pretty detailed, and I'm. I don't think anyone lost their job over it. Like it's pretty no. minor, but it may have. This is my opinion. It may have forced CIG to launch 3.6 early. No, I don't. I like, think they were launching 3.6 that day, regardless, and they and were probably just, holding on to it. And they had just said, okay. "We're going to launch it today," and there was a communication Whoops. issue. And time zone. it was. No, it wasn't even. Maybe it was a time zone. Maybe it was just a. We're yeah. going to release it later today, and to GameStar that meant green light because it was up for a good little bit. It was an, up yeah. enough for me to open it, go over the whole thing on stream, and then they translate the whole thing, print it to a PDF, which I had on another screen, luckily open still uh, when it went down. So I printed it off to yeah. a PDF and I put it on the, on the discord so people could go through and read it in English and uh, see all the information that was there. And then obviously it was going in later. It did feel like 3.6 was going to be coming to live regardless anyways that day. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been three weeks. We need it. Like Yeah, so it, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't really surprising. Kind of neat. I've been asking for more ground vehicles. I'm definitely more excited about this than I am about another ship. Um, it's so I cool. did a video about it. I'm going to link it. Um... It's very specific. Mm -hmm. I like, I don't mind like the, even the price didn't bother me. It's just very, it's very, very particular to a single function. It's not like a, yes. the, even the Valkyrie is a drop ship, but you can technically run cargo with it. You know, like it's, it doesn't just do that one, that one thing. Whereas right. the Prowler is like 
razor sharp attack. Um, this ship here, you shouldn't buy it. Uh, you, nobody should buy this, this, this fucking thing because there's no game mechanics for it yet. There's mm -hmm. no reason to own it. And we don't even have something to move it yet. So yeah, from now one that the ranch is another. over, what do I think of the actual ship when the game is out? Like in two or three years? I, you know what? I even have? think that it adds gameplay before any of that other stuff. I think that if you now, it only adds gameplay if you can, you're good at organizing events and things like that. I think this makes right. those kind of events a lot more interesting. Right, because before the most you could do is have some of those um, what are the tumbrel Cyclone. cyclones, right? And they don't do shit. They the do the rail guns don't do shit, especially now with the new shield tech. It's not gonna like I don't even know what the rail guns are there for anymore. But right um, now you could do something and roll out a couple of these guys. Now, granted, it's gonna take you a long ass time to get there because you can't well, fly them there. But if you could bring them out to like a drug outpost or something like that guard it and you know how in the older patches where it was like oh the the drug lab on yella was like the hot spot that's where all right. the pvp was either in in the air or on the ground people running around well this adds another layer to that and i think that that's right. really interesting um and it, it, you're seeing more of these uh mobile mobilized ground forces uh with the the dragonflies have weapons the cyclones have weapons. Now these have weapons. And this is ex exceptional against anti-air. I mean, two size seven. And what is it? Five yeah. size fives or something? Eight. Eight size fives, right? Yeah, two, it's two just ridiculous. And then two size two uh, turret Mini weapons. Guns. Mini guns. Like, yeah. amazing. Those are fun. To, those are satisfying to yeah. fire. So the end game, what I actually think is going to happen is anyone who bought this... They're going to have a or a pioneer and they're going to have a base being built or something that they need to defend. They're right. going to hoof a couple AI into it and they're going to say patrol. Mm -hmm. And I actually, you know, it sucks. I, that's, that's why, that's why I'm got like negativity associated with the vehicle. Because like I said, we have other ships that their gameplay isn't fleshed out yet, but they're at least ships. This thing is, you know, you, you, you spawn it at a outpost and then you can screw around with it a little bit. And then, like I said, we don't actually have a, a way of moving it. So, uh, negativity aside, it seems it seems very strong for for the pledge price. Like you get a good set of weapons, but yes. again, if you have to have it protected, so that's the nice thing. I also think real... that it its in game price won't reflect its real game price. Just like all the other no. ground vehicles, their ground vehicles are exceptionally cheap, and they have to be in game, uh, and they right. just don't reflect their their real life price at all but this this has got the uh the niche tax in it right mm -hmm. this 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 vehicle does a very specific thing and that's what i was saying like in real life that type of platform isn't a tank with an anti-aircraft platform on it it needs it sits yeah. the sand in the rear, like two are... bounds back over an installation that requires it like it's um it's a tactical asset it's it's a force multiplier it's not necessarily uh you know like a, a front uh front weapon but um, again, first impressions, no problem. I don't know why why it's there. That's all. You right. know, it looks cool. Like the visibility is good. Uh, like the the door on the one side is cool. The pilot, or the sorry, the pilot, the gunner has lots of uh, lots of visibility. Like everything is mm -hmm. fine about it. It's just I don't know why it's there. And I, I think it should be a little bit more overpowered than ships. Uh, I know people are probably going to disagree with me. And what I mean by that is 
showing like harder to spot on radar. It needs to be good anti-air. It needs it needs a reason for people to be like, okay, uh, this guy just fired at me. There's something around here. I need to get out of here, or I need to get on the ground and and take that thing out or whatever. I think that's kind of important for its role. Uh, I know that not everybody's going to agree with me, and and I think there's arguments to both sides of that. But um, as a whole, I think it should be not so good against ground vehicles, which I don't think it is at all. Uh, but it should be exceptional against uh, aerial vehicles, which I think it probably Again, is. It might get balanced, like buffed around. Yeah, oh, that'll, all those things will change. If I saw one on the ground, I would fly fast. Yeah, <laughs> that's I would, for sure. M50 you know, like, and low to the ground. I would fly fast, yep. low to the ground, and and hide on the other sides of hills and all of this other stuff. Not, uh, not touching it, that. It did come in at, in case you haven't seen it, at uh, 120 dollars US for the Warbond version. 140 dollars if you're going to be using credit at all. Uh, and then there were also two special versions: a snow camo and a desert camo one, uh, for 125 each. Uh, I kind of like the Desert Camo one because I'm in Daymar a lot. But I'm. Uh, this is going to be one of those things that I'll just buy it in-game. Uh, obviously, it's not for sale in-game at the moment. Anybody could have called that a million miles away, that they weren't going to put that for sale immediately in the game. Um, but yeah, so that is that for the Anvil Ballista. And then uh, I think that's it. So let's jump over into our questions here are currently our phone line isn't working that isn't uh ting's fault that's actually the software that we use in conjunction with ting services uh that's not working properly so our ting number still works you can still call it but it's not actually connected to the software uh and that's the software stuff they they're being ridiculous right now uh but our questions section is brought to you by ting if you're in the United States and you're looking for a new phone, uh, this is the place to check it out. They do rates, not plans. So that means you pay for what you use, whether it be talk, text, or data. So if you're on Wi-Fi all the time, you don't use data too often. Well, you don't need to worry about it in your plan if you don't use it that month. But maybe next month you go traveling in, around and, and you're not on Wi-Fi as much, then you, it's on there. You don't need to worry about adding it or removing it. They're all billed separately. So uh, if you don't use any text, you don't pay for any text. You don't make any calls, you don't pay for any calls. The base uh, cost for a phone line is just $6 a month for an active phone line. Uh, and the average bill is $23. If you go to redacted.ting.com, you get $25 off your first bill to try it out for free. If you like it, then you can port your number over and they'll help you do that. Not only that is their customer support is fantastic. You're not waiting on hold or talking to robots or... Um, People who don't understand you, you can get through directly to an operator. Or even if you don't like talking on the phone, they have a Discord and you can reach out to them there. Once again, if you want to save $25 off your first bill and basically try it for free, go to redacted.ting.com. Uh, just a reminder, this is for U.S. residents only at this time. Our questions. We have a few questions written in here. The first one is from Dirk Duke. Duke Dirty Work. He says, do you think auto gimbal raises or lowers the skill cap for dogfighting? Lowers. That's easy. That's an easy answer. That's what it's meant to do as well. 
it makes it's supposed to make it more approachable for new pilots mm-hmm. but what it actually what it actually does is it makes it more accessible for everybody so the original point was oh my god new pilots are getting destroyed so right. let's give ev- let's give them auto gimbal so they won't get destroyed or they can actually fight back but the good pilots are just going to use auto gimbal and be better so it doesn't fix anything yeah uh shadow spear this question's for you uh because you'll understand why it's not for me uh shadow spear says i fly hotas and it's definitely gotten better but how do i get the throttle to not be reversed it's driving me crazy any pointers easy uh in options menu there's a tab next to the binding one called control and in it so you're gonna have to know what if it's one two or three so you have joystick one, two, and three. Figure out which one it is that you want to reverse. So my left hand is thruster forward and backwards, and by default, it's backwards or inverted. Go into joystick one, in my case, and look down and just flip that one, and it'll invert it. CIG did a great job with that, actually. You can fix anything. You can completely mm-hmm. bind whatever you want in there. You just have to find it. Yeah, so it's, it's not just finding it is sometimes a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's it's over one, and then just make sure the bottom right hand side you're on the correct uh, controller. So that's hopefully if if it doesn't uh, if you don't get any luck with that, find me on some social media after and I'll- and he'll be able to help you out privately in the DMs. Uh, Shadow Spear also goes on to say, I ran into an issue where I became an outlaw because I wasn't able to slow down fast enough for security to do a scan. I was in a bigger ship. What do you guys feel should be the fix for this? Or am I just stupid? You're definitely not stupid. This is something that's happened to me as well. Uh, There's a temporary fix that I'm going to suggest is reduce your throttle all the way to zero before you do a quantum jump. So then when it interdicts you, you're not moving. It just pulls you out and you're you're stationary. But the long term, that shouldn't be the case. The long term, I don't feel you should be interdicted unless you are already wanted. Uh, or carrying I, something, yeah, like known, known no, for carrying No, something. I think that you should be scanned as soon as you come out of your jump. Um, so if you're going into or before, right? So maybe they can interdict you right before you jump and they don't allow you to interdict and they want to scan you if you're in a UEE zone, right? We'll use UEE for, for example. So if I'm in a UEE zone and I'm quantuming to uh, a pirate zone, I shouldn't be interdicted on the other side for something that was illegal in the UEE vice versa though if I'm leaving UEE with illegal stuff and they catch me before my quantum actually takes off so if I'm in around Port Olisar and I go to start spooling they see I'm spooling and they say nope we want to scan your stuff before you leave I'm okay with that Um, but this interdiction in the middle of quantum flight unless it's pirates uh, asteroids or you're already wanted I don't think that that should be the case. That's my yeah, personal cops, feeling on it. The cops I think it's too aggressive. To pull you out of quantum, like that. That doesn't even sound like something that we'd have now. It's it's so it's so like excessive. The, it's like that. Right. It's like shakedowns, man. It's like right. and not only that, it's happening one more than once per jump. And yes, yeah, they could reduce that's, it. That's one, bug, though. They that's... they could reduce it to once per jump, but it's still. It, it feels like something they should be doing when you, as soon as you get out of quantum, then it's like, fuck, the cops are here waiting for me. Or right before you get out, get into quantum, it's like, ah, oh, fuck, they did, they caught me. Right? Because why would they be 
interdicting you out in the middle of no it just doesn't make any sense unless you're already yeah, it's, not a, it's not a ride program like where they're making sure you're not drunk right but uh up until then i would just suggest reducing your throttle to zero and then quantum because you can still quantum it's not based on your throttle at all uh grass 5150 says in the star says in all things ui are you concerned from how the UI answered question? They're more concerned with looks than function. Um, Go ahead. I, I, I really think that the base, I sort of already said what I feel about it, right? I think that oh, there's a lot of things that need to be in, I think, first before they really start to tackle it. I know that it's something that needs to be fixed, but I, I think that let's get the systems in first. And then add that stuff on there because what's going to happen is they're going to build it out and then they're going to be like, oh, well, now we need something for this function or this thing that this cooler does or this thing that the CPU does or or whatever. Um, I know we're going to get a rework just to see a rework again later on. Uh, and that's kind of whatever. For right now, I get it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's not the worst thing right now either. Yes, I think there should be some things moved to with your helmet off. But other than that, in terms of doing like the the custom uh, HUDs and everything, listen, we've been with these ones for, for so long. Get the base functionality in first. Because what's going to happen is they're going to have to go back and then go do all that over again. Um, and then re reshuffle things. People are going to get used to where they are. And, and then uh, it's going to be moving around again. So... Just do it once and do it right. Is I my sort of feeling. I didn't that. get the impression that that was. I don't. I think that's a bit of fake news. I didn't get the impression that their focus was mainly on aesthetics, and not over function. Because right. Well, they, I think they, they were did, talking a lot about how they want the different manufacturers to feel, but I don't think that's really right. that but big of a for thing for them to be talking about that thing where they're um, is more of a modular system, Re right? Reflow. Like they're mm -hmm. doing reflow. They're talking about when you look in, it changes. Like all that is function. So I think that they prioritize, it has to work well and then look pretty. I think there's definitely a focus on, on how cool it looks, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only thing I think that they're f focused on. I think that uh, that one developer, I I'm sorry, I don't know his name. He was on like some of the first ship shapes. Like he's been there for, for a really long time. And um, he he did the original thing with the uh, the glaive, where when the alien one starts up, it's all cryptic, and then it gets hacked. Mm -hmm. That was his idea, and that doesn't make it not functional, but it's a little touch that it goes a long way to to add to immersion. So I think that the UI team is intelligent enough that they know they have to get it right first. Mm -hmm. And some of the ideas that they were talking about are actually really really cool. So I I don't think it's going to be a problem. Our next question is from Henrik Schell. He says, I don't know if you had talked about it already, but what do you think about the hover mode? I would personally like a plus minus five degrees dead zone around zero or even two degrees. Uh, I mean, so we, I didn't really touch on it too much because I didn't want this whole podcast just to be about how much the hover, the hover mode sucks. And they know it needs work. We know it needs work. They've even mentioned they may even remove it and revert back. Um, I hope I don't know what the answer is. I'm going to be honest. I don't, I know what the problem is. 
I don't know what the solution to that problem is. I think the solution to the problem is little ships are just going to have to be able to turret and bigger ships are just going to have to hover. I think that's what the actual solution is going to be. I think that's what it should be is these, these smaller ships that have thrusters are more than powerful enough to spin them around and, and hang, have them just sit sideways if they want. Where larger ships, that's not the case. I think it's, it's a thing based on mass and whatever. Uh, but you also have these smaller ships that don't have as much firepower as these larger ships. So it kind of makes sense. But at the same time, all the larger ships, they're all on turrets or gimbals and, and whatever anyways. So yeah, it doesn't matter. There's no, no real solution. I don't think. Um, right. so this was on around the verse a couple of weeks ago and the, again, don't know, I don't know names. Okay. So don't, don't, don't worry about it. But basically he said, like the original thing that they were trying to fix is preventing a ship from turning into a, a hovering turret. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's like, well, we'll make it more difficult for it to stay in one place uh, so that the pilot needs to deal with it. But what we ended up with is this effing Jack in the box where it's like, dump, dump, dump. Now you're in hover and you crash. So it basically, I don't, one solution would be to add a countdown timer. Like you said, the other solution is just to get rid of it. And I'm not saying get rid of it and, and don't try like to think outside the box, but this is, this is causing people to get wanted levels that they shouldn't mm -hmm. have. This is, and it's, it's even skillful pilots that are having difficulty with it. So or you it's can like trying adding... to go to and do one of these missions where there's turrets and it's like, you can't you even can't, strafe on them anything, at, yeah. at right. not mock 1000. And if you do, you still run the risk because you have to point down to shoot into them that you're just going to fly right. straight into the ground. And I was, I was able to hover like this. Like I was able to pull back on my left stick and tilt forward, but I don't think you can do that on keyboard as I, like, I haven't been able to. So I was able to hold a Vanguard like that. Mm -hmm. I was able to hold a Cuddy like that. It was like a, like a, yeah, ships like that. And it's fine. And it is the only way that I could land um, a Cuddy is because you need to be able to look down right without, you could use third person, yes, and you could use auto and all that other stuff. But some people just want well, to learn and get good. Have you thought about this? So think about like that. Think about, uh, and we, neither of us do this, so from my knowledge, mining in atmosphere is going to be a fucking, d would suck so oh, much. I never even thought of that. That would suck donkey. Yeah. Actual, because that was the whole, that was part of the whole mechanic. Mm -hmm. It was like laser power and then proximity also increased your effectiveness. Yeah, and now right? it's like, so good being luck. Able to, now, oh, fuck. And you'd have to aim at it and stuff. Yeah, it's. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, valid, no. Valid point. Yeah. Get rid of, get rid of hover, especially for that ship right now. Just dump. Just, I think, I think that's what the solution is in the long term. I think the solution is, yeah. it sucks, but. Uh, it's, it, it's kind of feels like a half measure, but smaller ships it's are good, just going to have to be able to get stuff, away right? with it. But that, that's yeah. the point of testing is that sometimes it just doesn't work and it, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work maybe, or maybe they can figure out something else. They, I, they have smart people working for them. So who knows? Uh, Cadron 17 says, what suggestions would you make for the new flight model keybinds to be more user friendly? Um, uh, to be honest, I don't find them that difficult. The problem is for new users that when you look at the keybinds, there's so much. And I'm going to be honest, you don't use them all. <laughs> you use no. so few of them. And I know it's different for a HOTAS, but I use the default keybinds. I think the solution really is a tutorial. 
uh, and a proper in-game tutorial that show you what the basic functions are. And then if you want to go more in depth, you can do maybe a more advanced tutorial later on. But uh, I think that that's what this, like just jumping into free flight and just messing around and seeing how things feel and, and doing that has always been my suggestion before playing against other people. Um, but I don't know, maybe you have something. There, there are other coping mechanisms. So there's always voice attack. Voice attack is, is, is fine to do the basics. A lot of people have used Elgato stream decks. I did a video about that and I have one sitting here. Yeah, but uh, to, my... to me, though, these aren't valid answers because these are all things you need to go out and buy or, or sure. do more stuff. Oh, no, and if, I think that you're, that's, you're, you're fucked. You're right. Silly. Like it, it, you have to basically do what we do is grab, grab new people and physically get them and take them for a flight and talk to them because yeah. it's uh you, there's it, no matter what you say, it still looks overwhelming because you're like, mm -hmm. I have to push control and hold this, you know, like your hand yeah. is closhy. Um, and you're right, half that shit you don't use. Um, but it's never there where you want it when you need it. Right. And that's and that if was you... the point of what I was saying. Like, you know, if you already had an Elgato Stream Deck, then and you were using it for something else, then just make a couple pages where you got shields and power and landing mode you know, hail, basic stuff, lights on and off, door open, close, I will, just quality of life shit. I will say this from a complete honest perspective of how I look at games and how I play games. If I was to jump into this game right now, I would be dropping it so fast just in terms of the controls, right? Because it's right. one of those things that it just throws everything at you and it's like, good luck and just figure and it out. Hover mode, but because I'm, and you flip over. Right. But because, yeah, it's switching you modes and shit like that. But because I've been with this game from the very beginning, I've been able to sort of learn it at my own pace as things come online. It ha it definitely hasn't been as bad, and now I'm used to it, and I know what all the controls are and everything. Um, but I could definitely see the frustration and the issues that you have uh, as a player coming in. My suggestion is Arena Commander, Free Flight. Try and mess around. Try and land on the landing platforms. Go around. Yeah, just do repetition like Noob says there. Metal says missiles and torpedoes when they do work seem to have a hundred percent chance of hitting a target physically, but not always blowing up. Uh, but the only defense for them is shaft or flares. Should you be able to dodge missiles or torpedoes through either speed or through maneuverability? Can't because the, the ships are not fast anymore. Yeah. They're not fast. So, sure. I'd love to, but the ship used to be fast in all yeah. six degrees. And now no, it's, it's not. not like that anymore by design. No, because so when you're going to be able to, even if you want a 180, you have to slow no. all the way down yeah. and it takes you're a while. And then you go. So it's not like doing a 90, you can't do 90 degree turns or anything like that anymore. No, the whole turn and burn thing that we were thinking was going to happen with, uh, with the expanse kind of flight mm -hmm. that, that now I it works at low speeds. Uh, <laughs> adversarial is I was flying a Vanguard for that testing that I was talking about. And although it is dumpy, it mm -hmm. was, I, I'm going to say it was almost, I felt like it was three points or 2.6 ish, because if you rotate while boost, it kind of gets you back to the same thing. The, what you, what you can't do is just sit on boost and burn out your stuff, but you can, you can ne negotiate quite well. IFCS is, is, is enjoyable to a point. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Right. It's definitely not like 2.4 where your ship was in God mode, um, but it's manageable. So the whole, but the, getting back to the question, the whole idea of being able to sidestep 
we don't have that level of speed at all. Like you can go full burn left and it takes time. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, shaft flares, being able to hide behind objects. I know it's hard when you're in open space, but um, it would be nice if you could outmaneuver them. I just don't think that you can. And even with the racing ships, I don't think they're fast enough anymore. No. So, um, yeah, kind of SOL. Uh, Draugr says, how long do you think the ballista will be on sale? A month? Yep. That's usually how yes. long the things are standard. on sale for now as a standard. And then it'll be on sale again. Uh, yeah, in uh, November. Yeah. Which will happen to line up with CitizenCon, of course, this year. Uh, Seer the Sixth says, do you think, do you guys think uh, server-side OCS will allow CIG to generate more game mechanics? And which would you like to see? Uh, not really. I don't think that that is, I think they're going to generate more game mechanics with or without it. It just allows it to run it. Well, will allow it to run it better. And it's not just server side OCS. It'll be, uh, the server side o OCS. It'll be the server meshing. It'll be a lot of the other networking things that sort of come together. Um, I know that a lot of people say server side OCS as sort of an encompassing thing which I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping they're not just blanket thinking. blanket statement it's yeah. more of a blanket statement similar to what netcode used to be um right I think that it's going to make the game feel better as a whole so then it's not you're not getting the frustrating bugs that we've been having forever um it'll probably introduce a bunch of new ones it'll probably introduce a bunch of new issues that they'll have to fix exactly but I think that uh, regardless of it coming in whenever, they're going to continue developing the stuff that they're going to develop. And it's just this server-side stuff comes in when it does. And that's why I said I'm kind of surprised about the Star Marine stuff or and even Arena Commander with a VoIP and everything. To see, obviously, they're having a lot of issues with it and whatever, and, and for them not to be testing it in a smaller, closed environment is kind of crazy to me. Because when you a great example of this is grenades, right? Now they don't always work perfect in Star Marine, especially when you have a lot of people in a match. But for the most part, they work fine. You can throw them; they are whatever. Uh, sometimes they stick to your hand. That's just a bug, but sometimes that happens. But if you try and do that same thing in the Persistent Universe, sometimes it'll throw, then it won't explode, or it'll like sort of teleport through the air, or sometimes it doesn't do anything at all. And that's just because of the amount of entities and everything that it's tracking. I imagine, this is just a, a speculative guess here, but that's what the main difference is between the Persistent Universe and Star Marine. So if that's the case for all of those things, I think when you have less players, less no AI to track, no um, missions to track or any of this other stuff, it would relieve a lot of the pressure on the servers for those game modes and would allow them to do that kind of stuff. And test more of those game mechanics. It would be nice to see an arena commander mode. Where you just have to go and mine as much as you can. Within a certain amount of time. Right? And then there's leaderboards based on that. And and these kind of things. And testing these kinds of things out. Where it's specific. You can jump right into doing it. Without having to play this waiting game. Of wait for your ship to spawn. Then you have to get over to your ship. Wait for your ship to boot up. Get in your ship. Yeah. Okay. The, get the off the thing. Not wait, to, to wait to quantum. Wait you... to get scanned. Wait to get out of right. quantum. Then go down and, and figure out your hovering as shit. and stuff. If you don't know, like you say, if you don't know anything about the game, mm -hmm. 
and you start out regardless <laughs> and then you crash of and have to start all over again fuck whatever tutorial i or board gamer or someone maybe even cig whatever tutorial comes out will not replace the confusion of what the shit am i looking at and that's why those free fly weekends are always like quite they're quite funny for me like i'm like oh god here we go you know because it's just it's not going to help um but at the same time to, to answer the like the actual question what what am i looking for what i'm interested in knowing what's on the roadmap uh salvage medical those two are are good another version of law law is critical as far as i'm concerned law gets rid of armistice zone armistice zone doesn't make any sense you're you have a pistol but you can't use it like it's just magically judge dread turned off mm -hmm. uh so so that that's going to be good and of course you need the consequence you can't pull it you can pull out your gun you can wave it at people and people get irritated and they arrest you you take it out you shoot someone they get really irritated and shoot you that's that's good there's cause and effect and everyone's like all the white knights are like oh this is going to be so good because people aren't going to troll anymore bullshit to that people are still going to troll but there will be uh as much as you're inconvenienced by it they'll be inconvenienced as well so mm -hmm. I, you know, and trolling is just a part of gaming. You're you're never going to get rid of that. Um, so yeah, salvage, medical, and law, very good. Ships, I don't care about really. Yeah. You know, ships. I ships mean, it get just delayed. keeps. We keep just looping back to the same thing because I mean, that's what it is. Uh, Dragger has our next question. Uh, so to answer your question, uh, straightforward, Seer. Uh, I don't think server-side OCS is allowing CIG to generate more game mechanics, but it'll, it will make it more playable, if that makes sense. Uh, Draugr says, do you think that if they only put auto gimbal on certain ships like starters, it would help the current problem with dogfighting? No, because no. the thing is, is those players are those non-FPS oriented players or, or um, combat oriented players are going to want to do other things. And then you have to determine what ships get those and what ones don't and why. It's just better that if you're going to implement it, implement it for everybody and for everything. It doesn't make sense in lore that yeah. the Toyota Tercel has a warp drive and the, the fastest doesn't. ship doesn't yeah. just because. Right? Like, it doesn't make sense that that a pickup truck has uh, auto turret and that the tank doesn't. Mm -hmm. Right? Like that. that it won't. Yeah. It, it's... Uh... Uh, that's a balanced nightmare. The whole thing with ESP and auto gimbal and stuff is an interesting direction that I never expected CIG to go down. Um, because they, well, they also said they were never going to have beam weapons either. So, and we know how that and went. Both, both of those work very well in Elite Dangerous. So that's mm -hmm. probably where they're taking their cues from. Iros2 says, question for Nubifier. Verpal cams. What is the difference between the Cosmo Sim cam with the bum and with no bum? Which one is bump? Better? Yeah, I, I imagine so he meant bump. Yeah, but it says bump. Okay, so it's pretty straightforward. Uh, it's it's we call it a detent. So it's that tactile bump between when you cross the middle point. If oh, the is cam it like a is little smooth, click? yeah, yeah. It, it's a click. I like the click. So this is gonna sound weird. Cosmosima, Cosmosima is meant for space sim pilots, but um, the dead zone. If the dead zone on a joystick is garbage. You can't get away with what they're talking about, which is having no center, right? Because the center has to be repeatable. So if you have a very high quality joystick, you can get away without the bump. And then that gives you a nice transition between uh, left and right. So uh, there are a bunch of them that are progressively stronger the further you get away and they have a, a, a detent in the middle. 
I'm used to, and I've always been used to uh, Thrustmaster Warthog because that's what I started with. And although I've tested all of it, I'm I'm back to having the lightest detent. And you can also get away from uh, a strong detent by slacking the springs off. So there's again, there's there's the two things. You can change the cams, you can change the springs, but then you can also just modify the springs. I've heard of some people trying to grind down the cams to get their own. Don't do that because the, the type of machinery that they have is a laser and it cuts it very, very precise. You're just going to fuck everything up in your joystick. Please let me know if that didn't ask or answer the question. And like before, hit me up uh, newbifiermedia at gmail.com or something like that. Find me and ask me if I didn't answer your question. What Nubifier said? Uh, Crown4QH uh, says, should they create a hyperlane highway, speed up travel or condense players together with the span and server count? We need non-combat reasons to see other players. They technically have that. Like you're leaving Port Olisar and you're going to a place that's a lane. Yeah, that's the lane. It's Yeah, it is technically there. And it's the only way you can travel right now. Um, I don't know what's happening with quantum travel and if they're going to allow free quantum travel or what the hell's going on with that. Um, I don't think they know. Oh, shot, shot in the dark? Yeah. Yeah, it was weird because we had it. You could just blow We had it, it and then they, they were like, mm. Well, Pete, nobody was fighting and they specifically yeah. got rid of it. And then all the explorer think, guys were like, well, how the hell am I supposed to find nothing if, if nothing doesn't have a waypoint? I think the main thing that you're experiencing right now crown is 50 players per server for how big this server is yeah it's just, it's not very many players right and this is one of those things that while there's not a lot to do i don't feel right now when the gameplay loops and everything is is whatever and and there's not really a whole lot what it feels like going on once i do add something like server server side ocs and server meshing specifically and this goes into one server and you have all of the people playing on one server, it's going to feel you're going to wonder how to get away from people more. How, how can I go to somewhere that doesn't feel like it's already been explored? How yeah, do I go somewhere where there's already people? Right. Um, but that's just, that's just the state of the game right now. This, and that's one of those things that it's like, okay, uh, you may not run into people very often at the moment, like going to different space stations and stuff, but that should change as soon as that, as that happens, if that makes sense. And our last question here from Cadron 17 he says, what feature not currently in game do you think should be a priority to implement next? Uh, my answer is the same as it was before. Uh, I'm going to say components and subcomponents getting all of that stuff in. I think it should be a priority over everything at this point in the, in, in, uh, the development. As I think there's too many things that rely on it uh, in terms of overheating, misfiring systems, um, the HUD, uh, everything. The, the shops, all this stuff. It all rely on all these components, subcomponents, and, and everything else. And would add uh, a lot more depth to the to the ships and would allow them to figure out what exactly what does what right because we're still figuring out now they just made the change to coolers that you can't over overclocking coolers doesn't do anything okay well that's nice to know but now what do the different things do and they, we've seen it with sort of shields that okay we have this one shield that all auto auto regens and does all this other stuff 
but I really would like to see the CPU stuff, all the, the computer components and all this other stuff before we start getting weapon racks and ships and before we, we they start working on the HUD and doing all this other stuff. That's just my opinion. That seems the most logical thing, building a solid base and then working up from there. It's also something that needs to be implemented properly in Squadron 42 and Star Citizen. So I think that that's what it should be for whatever reason. Uh, so far, anyways, CIG has not felt the same way. What about yourself? What do you think should be implemented next? So the while you were talking about that, mm -hmm. I actually thought about it. And what came to my mind was um, a house with all of the furniture and everything on a football field laid out mm -hmm. and a foundation over there. That's that's really what CIG or what Star Citizen seems like to me is you're like, where the where the fuck do I start? Right. Yep. And it's it's like such a gigantic thing with everything all interwoven. So to say one thing that for me, mm -hmm. obviously we're just talking about hover. It's topical right now. Is it a, is it super critical? No. no, but it's super frustrating and it, it's confusing and it's actually ruining player experience. So do you and think things should, like that should just be removed if they're not, well, they're not implemented no, or they're we need, well, not? We need progress. That's the thing. It was, it was put in right. to but achieve if it's, something. If it's put in and it doesn't work, like how, how often, and there may it's, be something that you can think of, but is there an, anything that's been put in and then they've said, okay, this isn't really going to work that well. And so we're going to take it out. No, that's what that's what Evo Cotty's mo supposed to be for. Supposed to be for, but right? it doesn't happen. So right? technically speaking, if I'm not Evo, there are some things that were added and removed to the game. Um, it's just, it's just like sometimes I wish I it was a normal game, and you just Star Citizen's going to release in six months, and you were just completely oblivious to all of it. Mm -hmm. And other times, I love it. I love the fact that we get to to go along, and ultimately, I've got no real uh i don't gain or lose if the game is uh, good or bad so you you can t sit back and just kind of watch it i don't have an answer to that question right mm -hmm. i i don't i guess no, it's that's just, fair that's fair we can move on to the just, next one it's just too much there's I just still too many things stand that with I could, what my answer is though it's a good answer but mm -hmm. i don't yeah there's all of it you yeah. know like fuck uh, I, I, I think that is important. Whatever the base is, that the base is built solid first to build on top of and to scale things on top of, because what happens is they end up going back and having to readjust the base. For example, what was the, the big thing that caused a lot of issues? And then it was like, oh yeah, now this doesn't work at all. I think it was, what was it? There was, uh, I forget what it was. It was something and it affected a ship. Oh, refueling, uh, quantum fuel or something. And then it was like, yeah, oh. now you can't do this with the Starfire. It's like, well, that's how you sold the Starfire. That was the whole point that's, of it. That's why I bought it. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, wait, what? But you, because oh, they didn't have their base like, finished. It was something that, about, it do, that it didn't do hydrogen, but it did like, it could do jump fuel, but it couldn't do hydrogen. And you're like, well, what's well, the point? Doesn't it just then? do fuel? Yeah. Like it's, is it not a refueling ship kind of thing? Yeah. It's like, what's yeah, the point of it? Is... <laughs> it's like they hadn't figured it out yet. Right. And I really would like to had... see updated um, design docs. And in more in-depth than than the design docs that we've had. But that's neither so here that's, nor there. And that's... You basically have to get Tony Z in a corner. Well, I mean, they have to have them internally already. Just give us the internal ones. But that's that's a whole I, other conversation I, that I don't want to really I, get into. 
Okay, but quick and dirty. I think yeah. they know. I think they know generally. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as, just like Jared was saying, you know, this team is working on this, and this team is working on this, and it all works fine. And then you put it together, and it, it shits breaks. the bed. Yeah. And it's the same thing. The law system team is doing law system stuff, and then the kiosk team is doing something else. And then they get together, they're like, "Oh, there's this is broken." Yeah. Right. Like I, I need no, no, that I data. It. I. So yeah, I, I think it's a lot. It's obviously a lot more complicated than I think it is. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's again why, why I said that answer is like I, there's not one specific thing that I I would need all of it right now. Maybe it feels like things need a little more thought put into them. But then you there's you're always so much yeah, and, and then you're always gonna have an, a, a, another factor. So it, I guess right. it doesn't really matter. Um, our last questions from Shadow Spear. We got you got another one in here. He says, "Do you think they will bring back the option to have a full traditional throttle?" Ooh, like a standard HOTAS. I think you, there has to be a way know. to add, there has to be a way to do that. Let me make a video about that. Let me, let me do some research and I will see if I can just straight up do HOTAS with a reversing switch. Yeah. Uh, all right, Noob. That is it for the podcast today. Uh, what do you have going on this next week and where can people find you? Uh, so like today, the script that I was working on is called is fixed fixed. And that has to do mm -hmm. with not necessarily the flight model, but the weapon systems. And again, we, we talked about it earlier. Uh, it has, it's one of the few videos that I don't actually answer the question. It's more like an editorial. So please right. check that out. Took a butt ton of time, a lot of collaboration with some org members. We, we talked a lot about it because I need other perspective. So if you see it and you think it's cool, support don't just watch it watch comment and send it to someone um at the on the 29th is the end of a contest so this month's contest is sponsored by my radar if you haven't seen the contest it's an 890 jump which is an 890 dollar asset mm -hmm. and it could be yours for the low price of zero so uh, i go. will if that's all right i'll link that in there and obviously, I'm going to continue to test stuff that other people or try to talk about stuff that other people haven't beat into submission. That was the whole point of the channel is to bring something new and fresh. So, uh, yeah, please, please stay tuned and uh, check it out. And people can find you where? Ooh. On YouTube, Nubifier1337, uh, Twitter, same thing. Uh, Facebook, nobody uses Facebook. Nobody, <laughs> Sorry. nobody uses Facebook. Uh, yeah, for myself, we're going to be playing some more Star Marine, and we're also going to be doing a lot of Daisy and all that other stuff coming up. You can find me here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash WTFosaurus. Make sure to check out the Redacted YouTube channel. If you're here already, make sure to subscribe, like it if you like the podcast, downvote it if you didn't like it, leave comments either way, um, and we will take a look at those after. Uh, I'm going to send you guys over to Detox. He's playing some Star Citizen right now. Thank you so much for coming by and being here. You guys are all the ones who make this channel possible. I will see you all tomorrow when we are back on our normal schedule. And we will be playing a lot of Star Marine and jumping into some Persistent Universe. All right, guys. Take care. And we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.